0: everybody, Coach John Daly here. just wanted to give a little uh intro to uh this podcast with my buddy Dan Collins. Uh, I had a great great time with him this was uh This took place Friday uh early afternoon after the pep assembly. Um, Dan was running around like a madman. he works at Catholic Central does so, such a great job there, making a difference with everybody and Posse coaches uh on the freshman football team, so we had to um go through this podcast rather quickly. Definitely would have liked to have uh, more time uh, at this session with him, um, but we look forward to getting him on again. Um, I could listen to Dan all day. The, the passion that that man has for the place he works at—it's more than a job. It, this is a life, uh, lifestyle choice for him. This is um, this is who he is. Uh, the passion welling up in his eyes got me teared up too during this. Um, so I just had a real good time uh, talking with Dan. I wanted to get, just give a big shout out to uh, him as we start this off. and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, definitely down a different road that I haven't been to before as far as being on the road uh, at my alma mater, uh, talking with Dan Collins, and just really, really enjoyed. I got so much value out of this conversation with him, and I hope you do too. Uh, so sit back and enjoy.
1: Hey everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date is September 27, 2019. Got the podcast on the road at my alma mater here at Catholic Central High School in Novi. Just had a great um, fired up Boys Bowl pep assembly. I'm sitting here with my good friend Dan Collins. Dan, how the heck are
2: you? Yeah, John, I'm great. I'm, I'm flattered to be asked to be a guest on your podcast. I'm thrilled to be with you here today. I'm thrilled to be with you every year on this day because we... Both know what a special day this is at our at our alma mater, Detroit Catholic Central High School, and and uh, it is one of the best days of the entire year, uh, as we just witnessed in a an amazing display of school spirit and pride uh, in our annual boys' bowl uh, assembly that we just witnessed together.
1: I love what you guys do here. This is amazing. We're sitting in a conference room uh, here in the alumni office, and uh, digitized on the wall. I wish I'm going to take some pictures and I'll have to post it with the podcast. Um, are pictures from all different eras of Catholic Central, the four main campuses, right? And just um, just incredible, just absolutely incredible here. And you get to work here every day.
2: I do. I got, <laughs> listen, I am a very blessed man. I uh, was uh, given the opportunity to come back to CC uh, over 17 years ago now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's hard to believe. And uh, it really is. I tell people... And I mean it very sincerely. And when I say I'm blessed, uh, I, I it, it to to get up every morning, to go to a place that you love. In in 17 plus years, it's never felt like a day of work. Mm. Uh, it's been very hard at times. It's been stressful at times. It's been it'll it'll wear on you at times because there's always something going on here. Uh, but it really is just an absolute labor of love and. You know, and I mean it sincerely when I tell people, and I have for years, hey, I get to go to high school every day. Yes, yes. And and you know, though I work in a, in an environment, or at least in my office, my role here at school, it's not day to day with students. Uh, it uh, I get to be in this environment, uh, cherish this environment, and you know, again, I, I feel like I'm 18 every day. Uh, really, I, I do. So even though I'm now 53. Are we really 53? We're we are. 53. Uh, hard to believe. Crazy. So, yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, this is also the weekend of our 35th high school reunion.
1: So That's right. We're looking forward to seeing some classmates uh, throughout yeah. the weekend, especially tomorrow night at the big Yeah, very reunion. big weekend,
2: yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've got uh, a gang of guys coming tomorrow, uh, hopefully even more coming Sunday for the all of the official Boys Bowl festivities um, on Sunday, and they start in the morning with a 9 o'clock mass and a Hall of Fame induction ceremony, a breakfast. and then of course the the culmination of things is the uh, the big CC versus Brother Rice this year, uh, our, our arch uh, 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 enemies, uh, the Brother Rice warriors on the other sideline this year. so we're thrilled about that and it is uh, the 75th anniversary of this great tradition. That's crazy. So yeah, you know, unbelievable the time
1: going by. Funny quick story. Uh, Dr. Joe Deponio, who is our principal at Lakeshore. When I first met him, he's our superintendent now, when I first met him, I asked him what high school he went to, and he said, oh, I went to Brother Rice, and I remember taking a couple steps back from him, and I had this little curl on my lip, like, and he looked at me, he says, you went to Catholic Central, didn't you? (laughs) I said, yes, sir, I did. He could
2: see the gleam in your eye.
1: Oh, my God. And so, uh, a few years ago, uh, Joe and I came out here to Catholic Central to um, talk to you guys about your transition into uh, an e-curriculum, e-books. Um, all the, the digitized stuff and I warned him about walking on the crest yeah. and I said, listen, Joe, when we go in there in this hallway, you cannot step on this crest. It's its tradition. We walk around it. He goes, walk on it? I'm going to spit on it. And I said, no, don't you dare. You're going to get me thrown out too. And of course he didn't do it, but we came to this conference room that we're in now and look behind here. This is our, uh, I think it was our 82 uh, soccer team, Catholic League champions. That's right. That is my big head in the background. It's kind of
2: that, blocked by that, it, Tom Corneal, I believe. That, that, and, but that's you holding the number one figure. Yep, smart. it is.
1: And then there's a picture of a Rice game against Catholic Central. I've, it's a real small picture. Up there with uh, next to the lacrosse picture, 89s jumping up. Yeah. Joe DePonio is in that picture.
2: He, I'm playing for Brother Rice. I'm playing for yes. Brother Rice. Yes. And
1: so we looked at this and like, oh, my God. He, you Because know, he graduated five years after us. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously never knew him growing up. But just the, the um, connection here in this room with Dr. DePonio and I. It's just just really crazy. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you start off and tell us a little bit, where'd you grow up and how'd you get started in uh, your pathway to where you are today? And (laughs) what were some great things about you growing up?
2: Well, listen, Long and Winding Road. Um, I grew up in Detroit, born in Detroit. Um, uh, And I say Long and Winding Road, meaning how I ended up here at CC. You know, nobody really is born to decide that you want to be a director of advancement. Most people don't even know what the heck, advancement is. So, I Correct. spent a lot of my life explaining to people what I do. But uh, no, I was very blessed, and I say this and I mean this, and, and uh, um, I was born to a shamrock. Uh, my father was a graduate, is a graduate, very proud graduate of the class of 1957. And uh, so, I grew up in Detroit, and you know, honestly, I don't really know what started it. I just know that there was always something inside of me that was drawn to this school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people have laughed and giggled and rolled their eyes over the years, but very sincerely, um, you know, when I interviewed for an opportunity to come back here and that interview was nothing terribly formal. It was a a lunch with Father Elmer, uh, our now president emeritus, um, took place over 17, almost 18 years ago. And, you know, I think I told him, he was the first one I ever told the story to. And I don't think I had ever really told anyone the story. I just always, all I can remember is all I ever wanted to do is go to Catholic Central. Oh, my God. Um, And growing up as a kid, I had such admiration for my dad, still have such admiration for my dad and his classmates and most of these guys were men that, that I did meet when I was younger, but for a lot of them, they were faces in, in a yearbook. Mm. And my favorite book as a child was his 1957 yearbook. Oh, my God. And, you know, obviously there was not a lot of writing in there, so it tells you what kind of uh, a, uh, a person I am. It was not very challenging from a uh, a literal standpoint, but the photos. I was lost mm. in the photos. I would just... I, I'm a history guy. I'm a, I'm a nostalgia buff and just... Again, all the photos were black and white, and I just, you know, I remember thinking to myself as a kid, gosh, I'd I'd give anything to go back and walk the halls and see those guys wow. walk in the halls. Wow. And, um, and, but, you know, as fate would have it, uh, you know, I was also a guy, I knew I always wanted to go to Catholic Central, which I was blessed with the opportunity to do so, but I was also a guy that um, was not really, really, uh, I don't want to say motivated because I was certainly motivated, but I was not real. uh, I was not a very good planner when I was a young man. I was, I was a, uh, you know, kind of lived in my own little world. I was a big sports buff. am a big sports buff. Uh, As I mentioned, nostalgia guy, loved, loved, loved CC, loved football. My, my passion in life besides Catholic Central is in my family is football Mm. and um, um, ate, slept and breathed football. But uh, you know, we—I grew up in Detroit, as I said. Moved to Plymouth when I was middle school age, okay. and uh, always knew I was going to go to Catholic Central. There was never a question about that. Um, you know, used to tell kids from the time I was in first grade I was going to. Cal- I can remember, oh my gosh. first grade telling kids I was going to Catholic Central, and that was not always met with uh, uh, smiles at my grade school. I went to Saint Suzanne Grade School in Detroit. We were a founding parish and school. For Bishop Borges High School in yes, Redford, yes. and so speaking of Catholic Central was almost speaking of <laughs> speaking evil uh, at that school. The Monsignor, who was our pastor, uh, was very, very uh, uh, much a uh, um, uh, a figurehead in the whole forming of Bishop Borges High School, and so we were almost not allowed to utter the words. Hmm. And I can remember again, as young as I, first grade, people looking at me funny and saying, "You know, why would you want to go there?" There, even first graders. Uh, knowing about the fact that we were an all-boys school and why would you want to go there? There aren't any girls. And so picture that as, what are we in first grade, six years old, seven? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. So we moved to to Plymouth, uh, finished my, my middle school years in Plymouth, uh, always knowing I wanted to go to Catholic Central. And as, uh, as the plan would be in the fall of 1980, along with you, John, I enrolled. And uh, I remember you... Very early on, being one of the Northville guys because you went to, went to school with my cousin Patty. Yes, and oh, yes. so I remember, you know, her telling me before we even started together, "Okay, look for this guy, this guy, this guy," and um, um, and so uh, so you were always have always been one of the Northville guys uh, to me, and uh, from my earliest earliest memories, and so went to Catholic Central. I was incredibly blessed when we came to cc there were still some of the historic figures here that had taught my dad Mm. Uh, a couple of them in particular father norbert clemens uh father gerard french uh i thought the two men walked on water they probably did uh and just uh father jim enright was here i never had him as a teacher but i was blessed to have father clemens i was blessed to have father french and um just you know to me they were links to my dad's past, and, um, you know, uh, they were links to CC's past, and I just, you know, just felt unbelievably honored to have them uh, as as teachers, and uh, so I spent four great years here at at Catholic Central and uh, um, loved every minute of it. Uh, um, Certainly, I loved the spirit of it, and the playing football here, probably more than I embraced some of the schoolwork, I'll be very honest with you. Um, I kind of found myself as a student when I went away to college, I think. I, I grew up a bit. Um, but, uh, and I was not a guy that, you know, spent a lot of time, you know, on the high school party circuit, I'll be honest with you. I did. I was always the designated driver. Um, some of our classmates can attest to that. They yeah. will attest to that. Right. Um, you know, I was always the guy that had the 12-pack or 6-pack of Coca-Cola, um, but uh, spent a lot of time driving guys here, there, and everywhere, and, and but just loved it. Some of my best friends today are those guys that uh, we started with in 1980. Certainly some of them are guys that I played football with here. And um, so anyway, so I left here. A proud, proud, proud CC man um, knew that, hey, someday if I ever, ever have sons, they're going to go to CC. I'm never going to move far away and uh, went away to college. I went to school at Adrian College in Adrian, Michigan, small school. Yep. Lived with one of our classmates for four years, Mark Marucci, yes. uh, class of 84, may he rest in peace. And uh, we lost Mark a few years ago mm. and uh, graduated with a business degree, marketing degree. But to be quite frank, I was one of those guys that, okay, what do I do with this now? Mm. Didn't know where my path might lead me and I, uh, uh, Found a job out of school uh, that, you know, was kind of a typical starting job. I worked for, uh, actually worked for EDS, doing customer service support work for General Motors. Wow. And spent a year doing that. Um, You know, it was okay, but I knew it wasn't my life's calling. And, um, you know, came home one day and my dad said, how are things going? And I said, you know, they're going okay, but, you know, I've just got this itch. I want to coach football. So here comes the football thing again. And um, I remember calling Coach Tom Mack, our legendary CC coach, in the uh well. It would have been the summer of 1988. I graduated spring of '88, and Coach Mack was very flattered. I called and asked and said, "Well, hey, I'll let you know if I got a spot." And uh, and then I didn't hear from him, and I assumed, well, he doesn't have a spot. And uh, so the fall of '88 came uh, along, and and uh, um, you know, I continued my my. Fanned him as a shamrock from afar and thought, well, hey, maybe next year i will have a spot. And called him the spring now of 89. In the meanwhile, I'm still making ends meet working and uh, called Coach Mack the spring of 89. He said, Dan, I'll keep you in mind. I'll let you know if I have a spot. And in the meantime, uh, as fate would have it, believe it or not, for those of you listening who know me, uh, there was an ad in the paper in the summer of 1989 that U of D Jesuit High School was looking for a coach. Oh, my. And uh, my dad happened to see it, told me about it, and as, as, again, as fate would have it, the man uh, who uh, was the head coach there at the time, a Dick Kennedy, was somebody my father had played football with at U of D College, University of Detroit College, now known as U of D Mercy, um, when, because my dad played a year of football after graduating from Catholic Central, and... uh, Gentleman's named Dick Kennedy again, and uh, I called up Coach Kennedy. He was doing a camp uh, at, I believe it was Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and he said, yeah, why don't you come out? I'd love to meet you. And so I went out on a hot summer day. Coach Kennedy was literally standing on the field running drills. So my interview took place as I was standing next to him while he was running drills at a camp, and he, I must have done something to impress him enough that he said, hey, yeah, I'd like you to be on my freshman coaching staff. Mm. And, um, you know, I remember calling, I think, Coach Mack and leaving him a message and saying, Coach, if something opens up, please let me know. But in the meantime, I'm going to be coaching the U of D Cubs, which are words I never thought I'd say. (laughs) But Coach Kennedy gave me an opportunity, and uh, that started me down a path that's led me a lot of different places coaching football. And uh, in the meantime, it was, okay, good. I'm coaching. What else can I do around the coaching. And uh, so I coached high school football for a couple of years through U of D. And I guess I do have that experience at U of D to thank because it did start me down a path that was my first career. My second career being here at Catholic Central, my first career path was uh, um, I made a connection with the gentleman who was at the time our head athletic trainer at U of D. He worked for a physical medicine rehab company. They were looking for somebody to do some marketing for them. And wow. along comes... This young football coach me, who has a marketing degree, and next thing you know, I'm talking to the gentleman that owns the company, and he hires me to be his marketing officer. And uh, forgive me, John. On that song, yeah, fight <laughs> song on the uh, on the uh, is the ringtone, um, and so. Uh, I ended up getting hired to be a a marketing director for a a physical medicine rehab company. The man who owns it is a U of D grad. And all I needed to hear from him was, you can work for me, and I'll give you the opportunity and let you have the time to coach football. Oh, wow. And to me, that was the magic for me. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, because I coach high school football. You have to find yourself available at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Absolutely. And um, so I did that, and I will tell you, I loved it. I uh, worked for him for a few years, ended up uh, uh, working at uh, the Henry Ford Hospital System for a number of years uh, in marketing administration. Loved doing what I was doing. I loved the patient care aspect of it. Uh, very, very uh, rewarding life experience. But again, God had other plans and uh, Father Elmer in two thousand two early 2002 called my father again here there my dad keeps coming into the, the story and my dad had just retired as a teacher in Livonia oh, wow! and nice. father Elmer knew that called my dad and said Dan my dad is Dan senior hey we're looking for an alumnus we're going to be building a new school maybe you've seen the news and sure enough my dad had seen the news that we were making plans to leave Redford right. and uh move to a faraway place called Novi, and build a new school. But Father was very much in need of, he was do, trying to do a lot of it on his own. We, he was working with a consultant at the time, but he needed an alumnus, uh, a blue blood, as he as I remember him saying to me at uh, at the time, uh, to call on fellow alumni, Brother Shamrocks, to ask them for their support. Yes, And my dad was flattered, my dad, I know said to Father Elmer, Father, I'd do anything for CC. you know I would, but hey, I just retired. I'm not really ready to jump into something. And so my dad must have had an inkling, Called, picked up the phone and called me. I was in my car one day back in 2002. Uh, the, the cell phone I had looked a lot different than what I do now. Right. <laughs> and um, in fact, yeah, it did. And uh, he uh, said, hey, Father Elmer's looking for somebody. And I... And I said, well, Dad, what was he looking for and for what? And my father said, you know, why don't you give him a call and just just find out? Mm -hmm. And um, so I called Father Elmer in that spring of 2002, and he explained to me a little bit about what he was looking for and said, Dan, why don't we get together for lunch? And so we did. Uh, Very happily, I did. We went to uh, lunch at Western Golf and Country Club right in the shadows of the old school in Redford. yes. And uh, as those of you shamrocks that might be listening, John, I know you sitting in front of me know this, Father Elmer at 91 years young now, um, he is a very persuasive man. Mm-hmm. And um, when uh, when Father Elmer asks you for help, um, I don't know of anybody that said no. That's right. And uh, so I remember him explaining to me that, you know, would you come help us? Um, we need you, is what I heard. And, uh, you know, I left. That lunch meeting in my mind, knowing exactly what I was going mm. to do. Um, the big hurdle was going home and explaining to my wife what I was going to do, because we at the time we had two young sons, and uh, you know this wasn't just a hey, honey, I'm getting a promotion. Right. It's uh, yes, dear, I'm thinking about changing career paths. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so, anyways, so she, uh, we talked about it spent some time discerning it, spent a weekend, and uh, I think I met with Father on a Friday, and on Monday I called him and said, Father, you've got your man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was a leap of faith, and, and I thought, you know, I don't know where this may lead me, but it was ironic, John, because in the back of my mind growing up, going through school, graduating college, you know, there was always a thought in my head, hey, I'd love to someday go back to Catholic Central. But what would I ever do there? I didn't know. Other than coaching. And, you know, nobody can live on a private school coach's, part-time coach's salary. I was never going to come be that head coach. Right. Um, salary. But, you know, how could I ever make that happen? And I kind of just figured I'd give up on that particular dream. But not being a teacher. Hey, what would I do at Catholic Central? Didn't know anything about development, advancement. Um, You know, I guess I thought I knew about alumni relations because I said, hey, I'm an alumnus. I can talk to our other alumni. And so um, in 2002, my life was led back here to Catholic Central, and I spent a year in the trenches with Father Elmer raising money to build this beautiful campus we have now. And again, must have made a positive impression. And Father uh, Elmer made a decision after a year, hey, Dan, I think I'd like you to, you need to be the face and the voice of CC I'd like you to, to become our admissions director. I'd like you to lead us through this m- significant transition of moving from Redford and all the history here to Novi and all that will be new. And uh, so I became the admissions director for four years and um, loved every minute of that. I mean, there, there's nothing probably in my life I've ever enjoyed more than going out and standing in front of a group of prospective young men, prospective students, their parents, and just talking about our school and singing its praises and and it's it's uh the benefits and telling people what cc can do for you and hey it's not just a four-year decision it's a lifetime decision and uh and once again father Almer came calling uh after the four years as the admissions director and said dan i need you back now in the development office we were going through some transitions here the development office became the advancement office and now uh 12 years later, I'm sitting here as the Director of Advancement and, you know, happy as could possibly be and, and so proud of all that's been done here at CC, has continued to be done here at CC, and and just I I, I, I beam mm-hmm. thinking about the future of what's ahead of us. I can tell,
1: my friend, this, this story that you just shared. It's just ringing with emotion, uh, especially as a little I'm kid. I'm trying to hold
2: it together. I
1: can see it in your eyes, and I started tearing up when you're talking about your favorite book, not just because it was a picture <laughs> book, but it was your dad's yearbook. I yeah. just, just love that. Yeah. So there's definitely a connection with you and your soul. Um, is, there any, is there any, like if you had a mulligan to do in life, would you go back and be a teacher? Because number one, before you answer that, I think you'd be a freaking outstanding teacher. <laughs> I really do, yeah. no matter what the subject is. Yeah. But I think that um, would, would have been a closer tie, obviously, because you went, uh, you know, some roundabout ways yeah. to get oh, yeah. back here. But I just think you would have been a fantastic teacher. You're an educator, is yeah. what it is, without being a teacher. But did you ever have thoughts about, about going You back know,
2: it's, it's, it's entered my mind. Um, it's, it, most definitely it has. Because I, I love kids. Mm-hmm. I love old, and, and I say this, and I say this uh, honestly. I've said to people over the years, I don't know how people can be kindergarten teachers. Or, and my, and my, my own father, he retired after nearly 40 years as an elementary school teacher. Uh-huh. Um, I would be the first one to stand up and raise my hand and say, I would not have the patience to do that. <laughs> um, I know there are a lot of people say, oh my gosh, I would, wouldn't touch teenagers as, as a teacher. I would, I love teenagers. Uh, young people, I guess I really am only mostly familiar with young men, having taught at, or been, been here at Catholic Central, going to school here. Uh, and having coached now for so many years, it's always been young men uh, that I've I've dealt with. And, and yeah, there's a part of me, John, probably the biggest mulligan, I'll be very honest with you, is if I had it to do all over again is, you know, I was not real clear my direction when I got done with college. Mm. And if I had it to do all over again, I wish I would have had, I and I use the word courage, I wish I would have had the courage to go back to CC in the in that spring of 1988 and yeah I'd stay connected but not as well as I could have and I would have loved to have started right then and there getting reconnected I would have loved to have gotten more involved as a volunteer maybe seen maybe have seen what opportunities might Mm. exist but I was so I guess handcuffed by the idea that what could I do what would I do and and to be quite honest in 1988 we didn't have a development we right. had, uh, at that time, it was still Father, I believe it was still Father Harrison, running an alumni office, he and his secretary. Yes. And, um, and you know, you fast forward 10 years from that, and uh, my dear friend, our now school president, Ed Turek, became the school's first ever full-time admissions director in 1999. Mm. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that, hey, I wish I would have been first in line for the job. But I remember when I found out from Ed that he had been hired at CC to be the admissions director. And I remember thinking to myself, where was that job (laughs) when I might have been looking? And I remember being with Ed shortly after he started in the position. We were at a Catholic Central baseball game, sitting at Tiger Stadium watching a Catholic League game. And I remember saying to Ed, Ed, I would give anything for your job Mm. and um, Ed was very kind I owe a lot and I haven't talked enough about Ed Turek but Ed I believe and I know remembered that and and I believe somewhere along the line maybe in casual conversation he shared that with Father Elmer and and um, um, and so you know those words echoed I think and uh, you know Father took it to heart and said hey this might be the kind of guy we'd like to have back because, you know, he lives it and he breathes it and and he believes in it so so much that, um, you know, he might come here and never look back. And and I've come here and I and I literally have never looked back. You know, I look back on things very fondly, memories. And you know, now I live in a world where the greatest joy uh, uh, for me. And you know, these students that you say, hey, would you have been a teacher? There's a part of me that, that feels a little bit like what you probably feel like, John. When you see your students who move on in life and become successful people, uh, in your case, wives and husbands uh, and, uh, and parents and, and professionals and all of that. And I can tell you one of the greatest joys for me today was spotting a young man that graduated last year from Catholic Central. He's now a relatively new young freshman at the University of Michigan. And I was so thrilled to see him sitting front row, beaming like he was here, uh, still here and, and so excited to be back. So excited to be not only here today, he's coming back tomorrow. He's coming back Sunday. He told me about all the guys that he graduated with from last year, that'll all be back. And I, I can't wait till Sunday to see yes. him. So, yeah, so there's, you know, I get the thrill. That's part of the joy for me is watching these young men. You know, I really get to know them when they get to be seniors and then graduate. And certainly a big part of my role is, is trying to keep these men engaged, keep the fire burning, the spirit alive, in hopes that they will continue to support the school Maybe someday we'd be blessed with their sons if they're, if they're blessed to have their own uh, children. But, you know, it's, it's uh, I always say my number one responsibility, my number one job at this school is to keep the spirit of CC alive mm. in the hearts and souls of these guys that graduate. You do a fantastic job at it, and it's coming full circle from you being a little kid. Yeah, you know, and this passion
1: and everything—I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, I just—I yeah. wish people could see this because you, <laughs> number one, you do want to find a calling like this. I think in life, no matter what it is. Yeah. And number two, you infect others; you make a difference with others, and that's what the world needs more of. Yeah. you really do. Yeah, absolutely. So looking back at this assembly that we we just had, there was alumni from what's the oldest one that we got here from the class of?
2: Well, today there was—I uh, saw somebody from here from the late nineteen forties. Uh, So 70 years ago, because the class of 49 celebrated their 70th reunion, or it's their 70th reunion year, they were with us in June, and a couple of the men were here today. So if you can picture somebody 88 years old now who graduated from high school 70 years ago, and the fact that they still have the feeling in their heart to come back to their high school, all yep. those years later is incredible. Yep. So you take those two men that I saw from the class of 49, fast forward to Charles, Hillou is his name, Charles Hillou, uh, one of our finest young men ever who's sitting there, who graduated in the year 2019. Mm-hmm. So you have 70 years of graduates represented. And and, uh, and, and you know, these are three I'm just talking about, but there were dozens and dozens and dozens of others who are here because they're celebrating class reunions who were here because they're being inducted in the hall of fame who were here because they're just proud Catholic central shamrocks. Right. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's special to see it's what makes it a special day and what it really, what makes this school the greatest place, uh, uh, uh on earth, I believe. Yeah. And, and the greatest high school, it, it is so unique. I tell people all the time that it's, you, you—it's hard to describe. You have to be here to witness it. You have to be here to feel it, taste it, smell it, and and uh, it's uh, it's on display this weekend. Absolutely, and, and to see the the alumni that brought their kids back. There's so many little kids
1: dressed up in their CC sweatshirts and oh and yeah. today watching the, the band play, the cheers going off, uh, and just the uh, just the energy in that gym was just fantastic. And truthfully, you know, I hope everybody who's listening to this. I hope you feel that way about your school. I really do. Because Absolutely. We're, not, we're not here to pick fights or anything, but for us, we lived it. We were here. This is the best school ever. And I hope you have that around you too. Um big big shout out for Tim Burke. I mean Tim is Tim's amazing. He's watching him talking. He's the concierge
2: of the school, unbelievable. I like to call him. And yeah. both
1: of you welcome people into this office. Yeah. And with the words welcome home. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. And this is they have all different pictures from all the uh, the years gone by here at CC, and I just love the fact he's a he's a historian. I just gave him a big hug a little bit ago, after listening to him run through details. Now he was he's younger than us. Yes, he right? is. So he was not around some of these other campuses, right? No, that's right. But he knows the history. He does. He's lived it. He's visited. Yep. He has soaked it in from all these different people that have come by, and he's sharing it with others, which I just think is just powerful. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Yeah. So you are coaching right now. In fact, we're, that, am, we're going to end this soon here so you can get out there. You're yes, coaching the freshmen. How, I am, how is listen,
2: that? Listen, talk about full circle. I uh, It was... Um, it was it was a, a dormant dream of mine to uh, you know as, as I've shared with everyone here listening to this how much I love football how much I love Catholic Central football and you go back thirty years to the coach Mac didn't have a spot for me uh, well thirty years later my my own sons who went through school here played football here yes sir uh, young, my youngest son played college football finished in December and i had said to our current head coach mike carrier also our director of student activities and everything here at cc (laughs) um hey mike when the day comes that my sons are done playing i'd love the opportunity to to join you and your staff and coach cc Um, i've never worn the blue and white as a coach on the sideline and it's a dream of mine and mike was very very kind to give me that opportunity so yes my uh Uh, Shamrock, our Shamrock freshmen start the weekend off with a 10 a.m. kickoff tomorrow at Brother Rice against the Warriors. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping to, I talked to our head varsity coach, Dan Anderson, just a few minutes ago in the hallway, congratulated him on a great speech today at the assembly and said, good luck Sunday, Dan. But hey, listen, we're going to try to start the weekend off right, 10 a.m. tomorrow. So we... uh, we have a pre-game practice today at 1. Uh, we're on the bus bright and early at 8 a.m. and on our way over to uh, Lasse Road in, in, uh, in uh, Bloomfield Hills to take on the Warriors. So That's we're fun having fun. a ball doing it. I love, absolutely love the young men on our team. Uh, they've got v- very talented young men, but great spirit about them. We have a lot of fun together and, uh, you know, we're teaching them how to play the game. And, and most importantly, we're teaching them how to embrace CC tradition love, that. love yeah. that.
1: You are blessed, my friend. Uh, you get to work uh, yeah. with one of my uh, longtime uh, friends that I've known forever, it seems, Mary Haslip Stewart. Yes, Stewart. absolutely. Love Mary. Yep. She does so much around here, and uh, it's just great seeing her and great seeing everybody here. Let me tell—is the uh, kid who won the pumpkin pie eating contest on your team?
2: He is. Yes, he's an animal. Yes, he. Yes, he is. He, I told. He's going to be a difference John, maker. Mom, he, well, he is. He's a very good football player. He's a great young man. I understand that he's a an amazing wrestler. Mm, he um, looks it. So I think he. Um, I kidded somebody after watching him, and again for folks listening, the freshmen don't often win the <laughs> pie eating contest. And if you saw this young man. Um, he will burn it off uh every every bit of the calories he took eating an entire pumpkin pie at practice this afternoon because he's uh uh, uh as fit and as as strong as you could have possibly imagine but uh i kidded somebody and said well you know perhaps his life as a wrestler uh makes him appreciate the opportunities when he can eat and so mm. he he attacked that pie yes, like uh, i've rarely seen and and uh Took home the win, so uh, we're awesome. going to celebrate that with the uh, freshman football yeah, players on the field today, and, and tell them, "Hey, listen, we've now we've really started the weekend off right with a uh, with a freshman team victory in the pie eating contest." That's so right. tell them we talked about it. Yeah, there's no whipped cream on this pie either. Yes, he ate no it all. that, and that would be for future reference. That's Cameron Adams, <laughs> class of 2023, <laughs> who is the pie eating champion of Catholic Central High School. I love that. Well,
1: Dan, thank you so much. I know you've been running around putting out fires and I know you got to go and I'm hoping we can do this again. <laughs> oh, John, talking. I would love to. Yep. I, I just I appreciate
2: I, you so much. Listen, a, I, it's, it's an absolute pleasure. Right? Uh, it's uh, and an honor
1: you know to, be, to be asked. This passion of yours just uh, rubs off on everybody. And yeah. so well, thank you. It's fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Folks, I hope you enjoyed part one. We're going to get Danny Collins back on here again sometime soon. But uh, hey, keep in touch. Let me know what you're thinking out there and uh, shoot some questions out there. If you want to get in touch with Dan, I'll get an uh, email and we'll put it in the show notes for you. But... Really appreciate you guys. Find me over on Facebook at Coach2ExpectSuccess, over on Twitter at Coach2Success, Instagram, Coach John Daly, and of course, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com. You can find me there. The book list is at the bottom of the homepage. My contact information, you can reach out, say hi, and check out the blog as well. Thanks again. Thanks, Dave, for your help today. Really appreciate You're it. Welcome. Good seeing you. You guys keep taking care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See See you.